0: Welcome to a brand I, I why am I why am I worried that brand spanking new is inappropriate? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go, Silph Arena, GBL, and all things Pokemon Go PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven aka a boy in the woods joined as always by Jesse aka Rocket Admin J
1: Throw up your hands like Grimer and just cuz you don't care.
0: That I uh, good enough. Good enough. <laughs> you tried. I'll give it to, I'll give that one to you. <laughs> hey, Throw plus. your hands in the air like Grimer. Wave them around like you just don't care. Like Grimer.
1: It's Grimer Community Spotlight Hour. Uh
0: this is the episode recorded on 4-20-2021. This probably I can't imagine this is going to happen next year. Let's see because if it was a leap year, it'd be a one day difference. No, three
1: hundred sixty five. How ironic is it I that our fiftieth no episode falls on this day?
0: I don't know. It's also the um the fiftieth episode of the Battle Science Podcast, which means we've been doing this for a hundred weeks. Um, Woo! Yeah, uh, I Some would say it's the. Chat. I would say it's the longest Pokemon Go PvP podcast. I'm pretty sure it is, but I was also reading something about uh, Jolt Switch's podcast potentially been going on for longer. But I don't know if they were talking about PvP. I, I don't know when they started talking about PvP, so I have honestly no idea. I'm. I have. I, I. It's thrown doubt. It's thrown doubt in my my thinking here. So I have no idea. Um. I'd like to think we are one of the the longest and most consistent running Pokemon Go PvP podcasts in the community, uh, one way or another. Uh let's see here. Grammar Spotlight Hour. It is 4:20. We will blaze oh, it. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I got my Cheetos That's here on the, the... desk.
0: God, it's like um it's a budget uh Seth what is it, Seth Rogan
1: laugh? Uh
0: oh, that's good. That's real good. Uh if you want to support us like our wonderful Patreon producers, uh Dolphin ninety three, X3DX, JMR and Winston the Champ are three Patreon producers for the month of April. If you want to uh, become a Patreon producer like these three wonderful human beings, you can go to no, Patreon.com slash Battlescience and back us at the $5 tier or higher, and we will read your name out in front of the show as a Patreon producer. Uh, or if you want to back us at a lower cost, you still get access to the early postings of the Battle Science podcast, and the Patreon exclusive Battle Science After Dark podcast. Do you remember what we talked about last week or last month?
1: So we were talking about Prismatic more.
0: No, no, no. Last we month, had... as far as Be Sad.
1: Oh, wasn't it like TV shows and movies that we didn't like?
0: Yes. Right. Mostly TV shows and movies that we hadn't seen before. Ah. God, so long ago. Um,. In honor of 420, um, I think next episode Jesse and I will be talking about our uh, our marijuana experiences. So I've
1: I, got uh, quite a few. Now you've I've got, got some really good ones. You've got
0: quite a few. I will be talking about <laughs> the several times that I have tried to, uh, tried to to take marijuana, which is a really it, that's the dumbest way to phrase that at all um the couple of instances of almost but not quite getting to smoke marijuana and then my experience this past weekend the first time i've ever gotten high so um i guess i can talk about the one and only instance i got drunk too because that's i don't know somewhat humorous too so maybe we'll just talk about imbibing um for all of you that are underage don't do drugs Stay in school, be safe. In the grand scheme of things though, federally we need to legalize marijuana as well as it's going to be a lot of work, but we got to go through the the justice system and anyone that would have that was wrongfully wrongfully imprisoned for mar- either marijuana possessions or any of marijuana adjacent rulings, we need to get them out. So but that's about it is not Pokemon Go related, but we're talking about that's the premium BSAD.
1: content for our Patreon
0: premium content. If you want to hear about some of those extra content stuff over on Bsad, but also general policy of in the United States, marijuana should be legalized. So on the federal level, um. Oh, I I I mean on top of that, I hate to say this, but this is one of those episodes where we're just caught in between not a whole lot of announcements. So, Pokemon Go, Niantic side, haven't got a whole lot of new announcements, haven't gotten any any new updates. We're kind of waiting. I'm imagining tomorrow is going to be absolute chaos. We're going to get three different new articles. The announcement for the next Community Day is going to be probably tomorrow. Um, They're going to tell us that uh, Pokemon Go is going to be beamed directly into our eyeballs via projections. Um, Probably get the new self Metal soon. uh, Self-meta might even be tomorrow. Uh, And and that uh, Pokemon Go... Maybe tomorrow we get the announcement. Uh, Pokemon's ninth gen is coming out sooner than we expected. All of that could happen tomorrow, and I would put money down that all of it does. Well, not necessarily all of it, but most of that happens tomorrow. Right Do in between, I need to make
1: a betting button for the chat.
0: Right, right in between us <laughs> recording the episode and it going live, because it's happened too many times, too many times for me not to expect it to happen again. Yeah. So. Oh jeez! Yeah, so let's jump into what little news we do have. No way! Is it no, time no, for the no. news roundup? It is time for the news roundup. I was not in the right spot to hit the button, but let's let's do this. Giddy up now! This is the news roundup. I also have the idea for a bumper for a Bsad segment. So, uh oh. Yeah. It uh it will also include the cry of a Pokemon. And may also be a reference or somewhat of a reference to a reoccurring gag within a show I don't like. So, um, those of you who have listened to the beast ad and can somehow correctly guess guess what I'm thinking, um, I don't know. Good for you. I'm, I'm not going to give you a prize. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what would I give you? I don't know a gold star. You get a gold star if you can guess what the B sad segment is going to be based on the information it's going to contain a pokemon's cry and is also going to relate to an ins- a, a recurring gag from a TV show I don't like. So mm. good luck. Uh, we're going to go in chronological order of the posts from PokemonGoLive.com This first one is from April 12th Catch Pokemon with your friends during Friendship Day Which actually, by the <laughs> way, I think National Sibling Day was a couple of days ago Moving from talking about grass to more grass oh, Okay yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, this
1: is the time of the year last year we did get the grass type rework
0: Was that Was that a year ago?
1: Yep Good
0: God. Time. flies. Dialga, slow it down. Calm down, dude. (laughs) Just look over at Dialga, just snorting cocaine, just getting hyped up. Whoa! Whoa! Dialga, calm down!
1: That's where the beast's at, my dude. We're family friendly. We are
0: family. I mean, but, I mean, who knows? Dialga's probably, like, moving time forward. It is a time wizard, my guy, so... uh he'll he'll punch me later um uh it's a Oh joke by the way time wizard uh trainers uh. we're excited to introduce friendship day <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting punched later
0: oh for sure uh hydrate. We hydrate um we are excited to introduce friendship day a new event that's all about having fun with your friends and enjoying various bonuses while playing pokemon go for the first friendship day Grass-type Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild, plus you'll be able to complete a collection challenge to receive a ton of XP, and you'll have an increased chance of receiving lucky Pokemon when you trade with a friend. Saturday, April 24th from 11 to 2 p.m. This is old Community Day hours. It is only three hours long. Don't forget. Um. Wow, is
1: that really what Community Days used to be?
0: Yeah, three hours long. Wow. 11 to 2. I was over a year ago that they changed that or no, probably about a year ago. Cause I feel like no, was Abra was Abra the six hours long or was it only three hours long? I don't remember. I think it was only three <laughs> hours long. I'd have to go back through and look at the press releases features. Various grass type Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild. Complete the friendship collection day challenge before the event concludes to earn 100,000 XP. Take part in the Friendship Global Challenge. For each hourly challenge you complete, you'll earn 20,000 XP. Green Confetti will be appearing on the map in celebration uh, of Grass-type Pokemon. I don't know why that's a featured feature, but if you like green and you like confetti, it's it'll be there. Bonuses. You'll have an increased chance of receiving Lucky Pokemon when you complete a trade with a friend. Please note that this bonus will be active until 5 p.m. local time on the day of the event. Trade distance will be increased to 40 kilometers. A three times catch XP bonus will be active. Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. Lures activated during the event will last for three hours. Be sure to share your adventures with us on social media using hashtag Pokemon GoFriend. We can't wait to see what Pokemon you and your friends catch and trade during the friendship day. I imagine it's going to be the same spawn pool that they're talking about. So they they probably can wait because they know what pokemon will be catching. That's a little sass, I'm sorry. I'm bummed out cuz I got to work. That's that's my big thing of it's 3 hours long. This is exactly when I'm going to be working on a Saturday. I I, I get to lose out on potentially a number of what's the faraseed. Faraseed's bonds. So To quickly poke
1: in and kind of comment back on your uh comment Uh since april 2020 community day has been changed to community play at home community day play at home edition where the hours are now from 11 a.m to 5 p.m unlike previous where it was 11 to 2
0: okay so since it's been a year yep cool
1: good call and that pokemon was abra
0: yes I knew that.
1: I'm just saying, good memory.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember the uh, the first community day that we got after the the month break where they they had mm-hmm. to they had to cancel was Abra. So yeah, I remember us streaming that, or at least part of mm-hmm. it. So, um, grass type Pokemon. They're not telling us any information as far as which grass type Pokemon are featured. If you're going by the splash image here, you're looking at Fungus, uh, Tengla, uh, Chikorita, Sunkern, and sh- Cotney, I believe. Yep. Um, Whimsicott, which is Cotney's evolution, is one to look out for because it's a grass, uh, grass fairy. Tangla, Tangrowth has some play. It's okay um, if you don't have a good meganium. It's
1: a good grass type for Ultra League if you don't have anything better.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And then look out for uh, Chikorita for meganium if you don't have one. meganium thick. Beyond that, there's not a whole lot to go on here. It's a three-hour long event. Catch some Pokemon. Grind for XP if you still need it. I imagine, I mean, I know I do, but I'm not going to be able to grind. Um Alright, I'm just a little bit salty, I'll I'll be honest here. Um, yeah, there's not a ton to go off of here on this event here. So, um, yeah, just go. I would take it easy. I don't think there's really... You, you can grind for XP. Um, there's always going to be more opportunities to grind for XP. So, it might be worth just sort of going and chilling and catching some Pokemon at one of your local spots. So... It's
1: also a good time to set up uh, some trading because I know I have quite a few lucky friends pending, Mm. but I'm also going to be saving those for one of the level up requirements that requires, I think it's a hundred lucky
0: trades. Really? Yep. Wow. I'm never going to get through that. (laughs) Good heavens. Well, on to our next news story. In partnership with Niantic Sustainability Campaign, clean up to unlock in-game bonuses. Trainers, we're excited to announce the Sustainability Week event is coming in partnership with Niantic's sustainability campaign. You and your fellow trainers can earn in-game bonuses by achieving various sustainability-related goals in the real world. In addition, uh, binacle. Binacle? Binacle. Binacle? Binacle sounds right. Binacle. Something like that. Will be making its Pokemon Go debut, and there will be a free sustainability week T-shirt avatar item available in the shop. This is already ongoing. It started today, Tuesday, April twentieth, four twenty blaze it ten a.m. to Sunday, April twenty fifth, twenty twenty one at eight p.m. local time. I believe that's five days, five days in some hours. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna be upset? Hmm. It's pronounced by knuckle. Binnacle? Oh, because there's two hands. Hands. Oh. Thank you, JMR. 50 well, lucky trades. Well, uh, well, aren't I? Don't I look like a goose? Yes, uh,
1: I just Googled it, and it's like, Binuckle.
0: I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. But it's also like a barnacle. Yeah. So, Binnacle. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Feature is Binnacle. The two-handed Pokemon will be making its Pokemon Go debut. Pokemon like Grimer, Drillbird, Trubbish, Ferrisseed, and more will be appearing more often in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Trubbish. The following Pokemon, <laughs> what are you giggling at? There's a gift.
1: and it's a binocle clapping itself.
0: So. Send it to me. <laughs> I just clapped it. D- DM it to me via Discord, please, and then I will pull it up on the podcast uh let's see the following pokemon will be hatching in 5k eggs diglett tengla goldeen badoo cheruby Finneon, and Drillbur. Vioplume, alolan executor trappish binacle, binacle binacle sorry binacle <laughs> and more will be appearing in raids complete event exclusive field research to in- uh, earn encounters with cottony Chespin, binacle binacle gosh diddly darn it binacle <laughs> bi- binacle binacles <laughs> and more oh barnacle yeah yeah, another SpongeBob joke. Um, Eric Bien is requesting that you post it in the GIF in general chat. I'll see if I can find um, it again. Wait, you clicked out of it? Yes, I closed if you, it. If you find the funny stuff, you are supposed <laughs> to. You are you are contractually obligated via the internet to share it with other people.
1: I know. I'm ashamed.
0: <laughs> Complete event exclusive. Nope, I already talked about that. Uh, there will be. There will also. Be event exclusive timed research for you to enjoy. Free sustainability week T-shirt avatar item will be available in the shop. Is there? The, so let's see. Give me, give me one moment. So there's the timed research ends in five day, five days in one hour. Is there supposed to be special research? Research? Oh no no no! no. Event field research, timed research. Okay. Unlock rewards. You can work alongside players of other Niantic games to unlock special... Excuse me. Special tiered in-game rewards by participating in the Niantic Sustainability Campaign in the real world. The following rewards will be available on Sunday, April 25th, 2021 from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Tier 1, 2,500 activations. Five-star raids will appear more often. Tier 2, 5,000 activations. A free bundle containing three remote raid passes will be available in the shop. The rewards from Tier 1 will remain active. Tier 3... 10,000 activations, a 2 times catch XP bonus will be live. The rewards from Tier 1 and Tier 2 will remain active. For more details on how to unlock these rewards, please see the Niantic blog post here, which is a link. Um, Activations, I imagine it's like doing good for your community, probably posting it on Twitter and sharing it with Niantic. From what I've seen on Twitter, that seems to be what's going on. Um, Don't quote me on that. If you are interested in these unlock rewards, you can go to the Niantic blog post. Let me see where it's directing us here. Nianticlabs.com slash blog slash sustainability 2021 slash question mark HL equals (coughs) EN. And that is small actions add up to a big change supporting our planet. An article posted on April 13th, 2021. Sustainability week already going on. Go catch some Pokemon. Now, this is a nine 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 Grimer, and this scares me. Um <laughs> know, it seems interesting. I I guess Phariseed's gonna be an interesting one to go catch. Grimer is useful as a pure poison type. I was actually just thinking about it a couple of nights ago as far as poison types just pure poison types just don't really perform. Uh, probably muck being K- cantonian muck being probably one of the only ones that really performs at all and that's just because it's got access to i think dark pulse and thunder punch i think yeah um and then plus either, it has legacy lick <laughs> yeah poison jab or does that snarl no okay just has poison jab
1: mm-hmm. um or acid but we all know how acid works
0: Yeah. So it's... The Pokemon move. Yes. Um... What else is here? Trubbish is interesting. I don't think Garbodor performs incredibly well, but people seem to be eager for the Trubbish spawns. It's more of a rare spawn, so if we need them, go catch them. The rest of this event, the 5k eggs, I... I would need to do more research. I don't think the hype for eggs is really there anymore. I think they're kind of a bonus that I'm hearing people of like, okay, cool. I have these eggs. I've hatched some eggs, but no one's like going completely and totally out of their way currently to go get the, uh, these eggs. Right. I think that's how it's been for the last couple of events. Eric BN does point out extra Stardust for every catch. Is that here? That's not here on the list of, features so oh Trubish is a base 750 dust that's why that's why because it's dust cost on catch I think went up within the last couple months so yeah Trubish isn't a bad one to go catch get some dust the let's see field research cottony chest has bin, binnacle do you know is the sawaddle Use an incense. Is that from the event or is that a? It's an event specific. It's an event specific piece of field research. Okay. Yeah. Use an incense is a swaddle. So if you don't have swaddle, then or need the swaddle candy, you you've got rare candy. But the if you're looking for swaddle candy specifically, use a incense is a swaddle reward. So yep. stack three of those. Go use an incense get three swaddle. So
1: So to kind of top off on Barbacle, it's evolution, Bynuckles Evolution Barbacle. It has access to Fury Cutter, Water Gun, or Mud Slap as a fast move. And it is a rock and water type. Oh, wow. This is my first time looking at charge moves. Charge moves are Stone Edge, Cross Chop, Grass Knot, or Skull Bash.
0: That's not bad. It's a
1: spicy move list.
0: I mean, it's also a spicy type type combo of water and water rock,
1: rock with fighting and grass moves.
0: Yeah, huh? Interesting. It might see some play. Do you know what its stat loadout is?
1: Uh, I can find
0: out one second. Okay, yeah. I imagine it might see some play in a niche silph arena, but it also doesn't so, seem common enough to be
1: super. Base stats look like 120, 133,
0: and 114. And one what? 14. 114. Attack, defense, and stamina. So it's a little bit higher attack with a little bit uh It's stamina. got a
1: little bit more defense than attack, but it's pretty
0: rounded. They're all within at least 10 of each other. Mm. You'd want a lower attack for it to be more uber yep. relevant. You are just, in general, have better water types out there so
1: yeah it's definitely not gonna it's definitely an anti-fire for sure with stone edge and -hmm. water gun but fury cutter is going to be a good anti-grass move to beat the things the grass that would come in and threaten it Uh it just doesn't have an option and a charge move to do anything to the grass type if it's
0: just straight grass Mm
1: -hmm. Hmm. i mean stone edge will still hurt but
0: yeah and it doesn't have a good water or rock type charge Charge move, move. yeah
1: well it's got stone edge but again
0: yeah (laughs) yeah and then as far as water type charge moves it doesn't it doesn't have it doesn't have anything so that's a yeah it's a really weird one mileage may vary on that one but i can't imagine that's going to become a staple so based on uh, using a couple like i'd try and find
1: a good one here in the next couple of days for us while it's partly cloudy and maybe use that in uh some gbl
0: yeah, I could see it potentially catching some people off guard, but as it's yeah. out here in this uh, event, I imagine it's a weirder relicanth. Yeah, that's a that's an accurate description. Um, let's get weird. Relicanth kind of thick though. <laughs> yeah, relicanth I think has a better stat distribution than. Oh yeah. What we're looking at here, so.
1: It's more online with a lola. Hmm. Thick fish.
0: All right, you ready for article number three? Uh huh. Okay. Pokemon Go celebrates the release of new Pokemon Snap with a special event. Trainers, the new Pokemon Snap celebration commemorates the April 30th release of new Pokemon Snap for Nintendo Switch. In new Pokemon Snap, you'll travel to islands unknown to photography, a vari- to photograph a variety of Pokemon and create your very own Pokedex. Pokemon photodex. Man, I'm butchering all of this. To celebrate the game's release, you can enjoy an event in Pokemon Go inspired by this fun method of researching Pokemon ecology through photography. In celebration of the release of New Pokemon Snap on Nintendo Switch, you can look forward to an event inspired by the photography-focused game and the Lentil region where it's set. Pokemon inspired by different habitats in the lentil region will be appearing more often in the wild and in raids. A new avatar item and sticker will be available and shiny Smurgle will be making its Pokemon go debut. There isn't an asterisk here in the, the release, but I'm putting an asterisk here on that final sentence date and time from Thursday, April 29th to Sunday, May 2nd at 10 a.m. Start to 8 p.m end time that is let's see April 29th one two three four days they're making these events short there's so many of them (laughs) yeah honestly I would not mind a break a little bit more of a break in between or the events to just be longer Features. Pokemon inspired by the deserts, jungles, and underwater landscapes of the Lentil region, such as Lotad, Cacnea, and Ducklet, will be appearing more often in the wild. Smurgle will be appearing in snapshots more often than usual. If you're lucky, you might even encounter a shiny Smurgle. Please note that Shmurgle, Shmurgle? Smurgle will only appear in snapshots a limited number of times, and while shiny Smurgle will no longer appear after the event concludes, you may encounter one during future events. Shiny Smurgle is an event, Shiny. It will only appear here in this event and in future events when it's released. Just like Meltan, just like, I mean, I guess realistically, Ditto, similarly. Where Ditto is only, there's only one Shiny Ditto and it's in the event research.
1: So, I'll let you finish, do you want to talk about that now or do you want to finish your article? First?
0: Let's finish it, there's not a lot left here. Pokemon Inspired by the yeah. Lentil Region like Vaporeon, Meganium, and Trapinch will be appearing more often in raids. Look forward to event-exclusive field research and timed research that focuses, that's focused on taking snapshots. A camera avatar item and camera-themed gift sticker will be available in the shop during the event. The new gift sticker will also be available from Pokestops. Be sure to share your adventures and snapshots with us on social media using hashtag GoSnapshotTrainers. We look forward to seeing all the amazing Pokemon you meet during this collaboration event. Use the hashtag GoSnapshot to let Niantic know you want Cowboy Hat Caterpie, is what I'm hearing. Is that what everyone's doing? I imagine that's what people are doing.
1: All right. Uh, you know, that passes, our red, old, red, our old uh, saying, if that passes, anything's available. Huh? For the longest time, we have said that if that gets through, uh-huh. something that's non-canon to any of the game, uh, that anything can happen.
0: Yeah, I'm still a little weirded out that the fact that we've not gotten the Squirtle Squad, uh, Squirtle Squad rerun. And
1: there's a f- there's a few of those Pokemon that are we'll call them premium releases.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's one way to call it. So
1: I talked with a friend, a couple of friends over the weekend about the limited run on Uh Smurgle. Does it suck? Sure. Does that guarantee that you should get a shiny? No, don't expect one. Do something creative with your photos to make it more memorable. Because I'm someone that loves to take AR photos, and I've already got stuff planned out for these. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not going to use Smurgle in this game competitively. Even in Little Cup, it gets banned because of its limited move pool. Mm -hmm. Niantic hasn't updated its move pool since its release. So there's a lot of Pokemon that you'll just get a random move for a picture on it. For example, Smeargle cannot learn Flame Charge. So if you have something that you're taking a picture like Talonflame with Flame Charge, it'll give it some random move instead. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of bugs with Smeargle currently. So for anyone that doesn't know how Ghost Snapshot works, you go in... It doesn't have to be an AR picture. You can just take a generic picture with your Pokemon. Take a picture. Did Smirgle show up? No. Back out and do it again.
0: Yeah, it's based on the instance. It's encounter. Yeah, it's the instance of taking the picture. Or it's it's the instance of the photo session, not of each picture in which Correct. it determines whether or not Smirgle a Smirgle will appear or will appear.
1: So if you're taking a picture like all right now, I have Venusaur as my buddy. If I take a picture and Smirgle doesn't appear during this event, I back out, go back into the Pokemon menu, take another sesh- photo session with my Pokemon, and then rinse and repeat until Smirgle does pop up. It won't pop up if you just sit there and click the shutter button one on one session. Yes,
0: you have to leave the photo session and then come back. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, in addition... I
1: think... Sorry, I have a little bit more. Uh-huh. So... Long and short, I don't know if they're going to allow this, but the only reason I can think that Shiny Smeargle will be beneficial is to transfer it from Go to Home and then Breed. Because Smeargle in competitive is actually, in the main series games, is actually pretty good. But that's because of it's a unique ability sketch. But we don't know how that works with Pokemon Go. I don't know if you can transfer Smeargle. I haven't tried from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home yet. And I don't know if it retains its moves when you do transfer it. But as far as the game here and Go goes, it's really only a collector's item. Don't feel too bad if you don't find it. Also try to have fun with it, because you can also put that in gyms. And seeing a Spirigle in gym always kind of makes me happy. It's like, oh, that's right, that exists. Mm-hmm. Personal recommendations, uh, take pictures with Vigoroth with counter and body slam. Because that's a really fun gym defending move comp. Uh, If you want to be really spicy, I haven't tried it because I haven't re-rolled my Mew yet. But give it something with Mew, photos with Mew, give it Shadow Claw, and then something crazy like Wild Charge or Flame Charge if it ends up working by the time the event comes around.
0: The one that I've gotten a couple of is Diaga with Dragon Breath, Dragon Claw. Okay, that's not a bad one either. Which is really... Really weird, really dumb to have Smirgle with that. Um,
1: but again, you can also work that towards your uh, one of your platinum medals is photo encounters with Smirgle.
0: hmm Yeah, I think in the like, it's not available in limited in Little Cup just because it has the weirdest move sets and it's it's also not very powerful anyway. It's a it's yeah. a gimmick Pokemon, um, yep. within Pokemon Go that is just because of the way that sets work and all that stuff um mm-hmm. i insert obligatory <laughs> kecleon disappointment here i mean eric's right yeah kecleon we still haven't seen kecleon gen 3 has been in the game for what's it been two and a half years plus now yep um so that's a little bit bizarre the fact i mean it's weird enough that smirgle Speargle is an event shiny anyway the fact that there are event shinies anyway are is is weird enough It's weird enough that say I mean like shiny legendaries once it's released it's always there the shiny the the shiny of that legendary is not going away. it's not removed from certain points and times where it's in well, In there rate. was one
1: instance with one of them, but Niantic quickly fixed that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would have been bugged. So it's very odd that we see... Is there Are there any other Pokemon other than Meltan? Meltan? And then the really weird gimmicky of, like, Ditto being shiny, but that's because... I mean, there's the Pikachus
1: with hats and the Pichus.
0: But we can already get the, a base shiny of Pikachu and Pichu, no problem there.
1: Right, but if someone's a completionist and they want the hats... And then another one would be like.
0: I mean, and realistically, you're looking at. In some instances where you have, like, the. I don't remember what his name was. The clothes designer hat. That hat Mm. design has never come back and probably will never come back. Um, If you're that hardcore of a shiny dex hunter that you're trying to get a shiny of every variant of Pikachu, um, good for you, I guess. The unknown. That's the other one. Okay. Unknown is event shiny too. It's. I. When these Pokemon, I mean, it's not that Smurgle's rare, but it's rarer than most Pokemon, I would say. The fact that it's event shiny makes me question that fact when shiny rates are already. You could just make its shiny rate higher than normal. Yeah, but it's the problem already, is
1: people can farm that.
0: Well, yeah, but people can farm raids too and they don't turn Yeah, that but they get off. money for that. Right, but like, it it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me why, it's just a very weird instance of, this Pokemon is always available, why is it?
1: Like I was telling our friend, the only reason I can think of people transferring it to the main series games.
0: I mean, but you can get a Shiny Smurgle in the main series games easier than you can get a Shiny Smurgle in Pokemon Go. True. So... Well,
1: without, we don't know what these numbers are for this event.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this could <laughs> be incredibly. I mean, this could be incredibly rare. I mean, or incredibly common. I who knows? That's. The, I mean, it's just a. It's a weird. It's such a weird aster, asterisk to put within the game that this game yeah. already has some very questionable decisions that have been made. Some very. I mean, okay, questionable makes it sound like it's like absolutely it's bad practice. <laughs> yeah, scandalous. In some cases, it they are they don't seem like good decisions in some instances, but in this particular case, it just seems it's bizarre. It's just a bizarre decision. So I don't know.
1: I I think people shouldn't be upset if they don't encounter one, but that also depends on how hard you go try for them. Keep your expectations low. (laughs) Yeah. and I mean, unless it's something you absolutely must have, I'm pretty sure there's someone in their community, just like the people with the extra shiny Ditto that trade themselves
0: the Ditto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. I mean, the cost might be high, but I'm sure you could trade one with somebody that does get one. I'm going to forget that this even will even exist in the game, and if I get one, I will be pleasantly surprised, and if I don't, I'll just forget that it was even released. So.
1: Did I set up a nightbot reminder for the Discord? Everyone, remember to take your photos at this time of day. Oh, a
0: smergle bot i mean you could yeah uh okay let's see that is the end of our news roundup especially with the pokemon go live we don't have any new announcements for what may is gonna hold we don't have any news as to what may's sylph arena community day or sylph arena tournament is Um, Actually, let me go to 2020-2021 season, February through August. Let's see, so January. February through August, we'll see more cups. So May, June, July, August. So we'll see four more metas in theory. For this season itself? Yes. Theoretically speaking. So... Yeah, I feel like we're just on the precipice of like three or four different announcements at all roughly the same time where we'll all have we'll have just a next episode. We'll probably have way too much to talk about. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <Yay us. laughs> <laughs> That's just how the cookie crumbles, I guess. So most cookies. But we crumble.
1: did get one announcement.
0: What announcement did we get?
1: The tab I sent you.
0: Huh? The factions. Oh. Did I close out of that? Yeah, I closed out of that. <laughs> the arena factions team pages and registering your team, April 9th, twenty twenty one. Wait, didn't we just do it? We did a. No, that's right. That would be yeah. That'd be the day that we release the podcast. The moment you've been waiting for is almost here. Soon you'll be able to create your very own faction and register for the Arena Factions preseason. Faction creation is open now. This is at sylph.gg slash update slash team dash pages dash registering dash team. What is a team page? Team pages are the central hub for each individual faction. You can create a faction's members and positions, check their record, find links to their social media accounts, and more. It is, in its first iteration, the team page will show each competitor and their position on the faction, as well as their current tier in the self-arena season. It will also display each player's individual battle records for that cycle. Uh, the page will also display your faction's logo, name, and basic description. You can also share links in the faction's social media accounts, including Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and website. Finally, it will show the battle record wi- and which conference you are battling in. This is the team-based competition that Silph Arena announced a s- couple of months ago and yep. is now putting out more information. That is... This is the, what is it, six team, six players? Yep. Six players, it's one for league, each. Great ultra league. Great ultra master, and then isn't one of them uh, a random slot, and what are the slots here? Did I lose you?
1: One second, I'm bringing up the page here.
0: Okay. Uh I'm gonna DM okay. it to you on uh, seven players. JMRC, Discord. seven players. I see. Oh that's right. You have a, you'll have a sub, I believe. Check out that link I sent you. Yes. Field specialist, so team members one through four, field specialist field meta the field specialist will battle on a special rotating meta known as a battlefield (laughs) Uh, team member 5 is a great league specialist team member 6 is an ultra specialist team member 7 is a master specialist and a 8th team member is a team alternate alternate may fill the role of any other team member not required for this event or any event I should say Jamar's coming in with those quick knowledges before we even get to the links jmar do you actually do you know this are you competing in this because you probably know more more deets than uh than we do might actually just request that you hop into the the episode <laughs> the yeah the discord here um let's see so faction creation is available Jesse, do we have do you have thoughts on if if battle science will be creating a faction for this? JMR says he isn't a faction. okay. I don't have the time or energy for this right now, <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> so I guess battle battle science as an organization probably won't have one at least for the first first season or so. It's a very we were kind of talking pre while well, we were live on Twitch but before the podcast was recording. At least I was talking about it and Jesse was just listening because that's how a lot of conversations go. Um, Not necessarily called conversations, I guess, in that instance. It's just me getting on a soapbox. Um, A lot of (laughs) odd sort of different tangential competition and formats out there for Pokemon Go. Not that it's a bad thing, but that it feels like there's a lot of different formats tournaments sort of i don't want experiments so and trials before you
1: jump into this uh-huh. um i do want to say if you are looking for silverina factions jumping on twitter jumping on other social media platforms is a great way to find other people to with uh-huh. sadly like steven mentioned i don't think we're going to be participating in the first one here so if you need help trying to connect with other people let me or steven know we can probably point you in the right direction or Damar here in the chat probably know some people that might have other people that need players, but self Arena Factions, more or less team-based PvP, if you are interested in trying it out. Um, Obviously, we haven't really done much research on it. It sounds like an interesting thing to do, but again, working adult, got a bunch of fun stuff I gotta work on. Personal life I gotta work on as well, so this is something that kind of has fallen under my radar for myself personally, but Good on self arena for in, 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 introducing a new mechanic, a new way to battle with your friends. Um, personally, I played League of Legends for a number of years. I'm not too fan of team based games anymore, <laughs> so I'm okay letting this one go. Same with the new Pokemon Revolution or whatever it is that's coming out here soon. The new Pokemon League, the mobile. I'm probably gonna. I'll, I'll probably. If you want to coach, I'll be more than happy to coach you, but probably not gonna play it. For my blood
0: pressure reasons. Multiplayer online battle arena. Okay. I was like, I know MOBA stands for something, and I couldn't remember what. It's a Pokemon but MOBA. Go ahead and let's
1: continue your discussion on your thought about this new type of I'm, battling.
0: I feel like I've brought it up in the past. I'm not against having different formats and stuff, and it's it's really cool to see the PvP community sort of experiment, try different things. Um see what works as far as competitive formats go i i have you know nothing against it um i just worry that we're already a small smaller community that at some point we stretch too thin with all of the stuff going on and i'm i just as soon as you know two things start one thing ends there will be a i don't think we'll hit like a critical mass here where there's too many things going on and like the community just like blips out of existence like a um uh you know sun dwarf star sci-fi reference thing <laughs> like we're not going to just cease to exist because there's too much going on that <coughs> that won't be the case I don't think but um you know things have to give things start things also end um that's just sort of the Hard reality of you know, uh, life and reality. Um, so I think that I, I, the factions is an interesting format. I think while it's starting and teams are being built and stuff, I'm very curious to see how the competitions play out, what the player base looks like as it goes through. I, I, are they calling it a season? I'm not sure. We haven't really got much information on it yet. I think that's another thing of like, there's not a ton of information out But if you want to check yet. out
1: that information, head on over to sylph.gg. There should be a tab on it's, there.
0: It's sylph.gg slash factions. Okay. Um, actually, I'm just going to go to the FAQ and see what the. Uh, create and manage multiple factions. You can only be on the roster of one faction at a time. I want to see. Players, format, when, where, and how do I register for factions? How long does factions last? Factions will be a permanent format. It's divided into seasons, cycles, bouts, and matches. Each season is made up of cycles, and each cycle is made up of bouts that are the number of weeks teams will face each other. Each bout will last one week and will conclude once all teams face off and their seven players have faced each other in their respective roles. They're using other abstract terms to say
1: seasons
0: (laughs) yeah season cycles bouts and matches it's already hard enough for me to think of tournaments rounds tables and then between a player versus player match and then the number the three battles that are being played and jumbling up those terms into a you know shaker and plucking out the wrong phrase is already (laughs) easy enough to do um a duel. <laughs> yeah. this is. I mean, this is an interesting format and I would be very curious to see, I think that the, from seeing some of the other people talk about it on, if this is a, it, actually what they're talking about because there's so many darn formats out there. Um, if this is what some of the higher level of players are talking about on Twitter as far as creating factions and uh, eSports, the, was it Mazer Gaming is the one that, comes to mind immediately that they're putting together um competitive teams and actually I, we've got some um at some point here i'll pull up the uh nice email the first ever listener email we've gotten um i'll pull some nuggets out of out of here um from Pokemon Masters um or from uh Jolt Switch I should say um from Pokemon Masters um yeah I think this is a, a as a team based I think plays more friendly into a, a esport, the a, a more what is it called I'm losing the words here the a, into a more digestible, easily recognizable esport format. Whereas it's a lot than of than just individuals. Yeah, than just individuals. I don't know trying to think off the top of my head what sort of esports they have that is like in a one versus all I mean I guess realistically Fortnite and your battle royale format is one of your only non team based. It's yeah. more focused on a one Smash V Smash Brothers all. has something like that. Yeah, I guess the fighting game community, but fighting games are usually one v one anyway. They don't work well in a team right. Base. But you have
1: teams that all <laughs> represent that those right. Players. You can
0: you can have a player that is joined an esports org um, e-
1: the organization. There's a good way.
0: Yeah, so I think this is this is a more attractive competitive format for esports orgs to bring multiple Pokemon Go. Players under players, a players, yeah. I wanted to say like professionals, but I don't think there are they're streamers, but I don't think we quite have a Pokemon Go professional player yet as you might you might traditionally see it. Um I guess there are some players that have signed with, you know, Mazer uh Mazer Gaming and other esports orgs. Um but I don't think it's I don't think we're quite there yet where we see a. um trying to think of some of the esports players that I actually know off the top of my head. I'm just thinking like Nade Shot, but he's a Hunter Thieves owner, I believe, so or co owner. So there's yeah, I'm trying to think of of examples and I'm just not in tune, I guess, enough. Um at some point I probably should, you know, talk to <clears throat> people that are actually within those those communities. I'm sort of on the fringe of that kind of information um and those communities so um yeah i'm very i'm very interested to see how this plays out and then if it lasts longer than a season um fingers crossed because i think it is an interesting format and i would hate to see it sort of just happen for all of this work to be put in and then it doesn't go anywhere Um, for sure but uh yeah i'm wondering the the what's the what's the duration for this and then the fact that we're so darn close to being out of this, or I say we're so darn close. It feels like we're so darn close to getting out of this quarantine. And how does Pokemon Go PvP then transition back into um, local competitions and you know larger regional tournaments with the standard Sylph Arena competitions? And then how does factions then play a part in something like the Battle Towers where it's primarily one V one individuals and then factions, does factions, is there, is it two day events where the first day is individuals and the second day is factions? Are these running on completely separate timetables where some battle towers I... are going to be one V ones and some battle towers are going to be factions. Um, I'm very I don't curious think to see that.
1: Sorry, go ahead. Uh,
0: I'm very curious to see how this plays out long run with both what, I, I'm curious to see what Sylph's expectations are and and hopes are for these two different uh, formats and then where the community wants to take them as well. So,
1: I think that we'll see the option to... Uh, either the Sylph tournaments, the regular tournaments will be... You'll have the option for a while, I think, if not for the next two years, to either have in-person or meet-up. Or maybe a mixture of both. But I think factions being as new as it is, and how certain people have their groups from across the world, I think factions will probably stay remote for now.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. I I would be curious to see their like finals, though, if they want to make their, say, more finals. Although that's with each team... JMR, correct me if i'm wrong but i imagine the the base format for factions is each player fights each other in a best of 3 format either a best of 3 or a best of 5 um which means that if you're going to stream the finals of one team versus another you're looking at five matchups a long day. yeah five matchups <laughs> of three battles at least three bout ba- or two at least two battles each depending on if someone sweeps the first two and doesn't want to play the third um mm good heavens yeah that could be
1: that could be a day in its own <laughs> yeah that's an entire
0: day um yeah maybe that doesn't make a whole lot of sense as far as having in person because you wanted to stream all of that i mean they could it.
1: just record it and then people can like they've done with other yeah uh, tournaments
0: done before they've done that in the past so yeah it's a um yeah it's a really i guess in this instance probably a six of one half dozen of have another as far as playing yep. between those two. So, yeah, I'd be curious. I don't know if
1: there's. You and your pals want to get in on this? Again, check out self.gg slash
0: factions. They all started Invitational streamed, which was the first faction showcase. Did they? That's true. It was three hours. I mean, the Portland Mega was what? I don't even six want to talk about that how long that was. So.
1: If we're not talking about I technical mean... issues, maybe six.
0: Yeah, the I mean the All Star Invitational. <laughs> Jmar, was it pre recorded? Did they pre record the battles? Because that cuts down on a significant amount of time in between. Um, and on uh, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if that's more of a preferred format for streaming, just because yeah. we know how long we know how long a live in person tournament stream can go. So
1: not to mention for confidentiality of like knowing the opponent's moves and
0: stuff. Yeah, that helps. That helps if it's all pre-recorded and none of that information is... Because that's... With a live tournament, that's you know, it's pre-recorded. That makes sense. Um, from a broadcast perspective and a event logistics perspective, that just makes sense. Yeah. Um
1: And then if you're going to do a broadcast, even then with all that pre-recorded material, you don't actually need the players there.
0: You don't need the players there. They could have played over the course of a week and gotten you the files beforehand. Kind of like what they... we did with ours. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes more sense I think in that instance. As it 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 is unfortunate that it doesn't you don't get the same like in-person crowd, like watching the finals of the Portland Mega, everyone's like crowded around the projector and is watching the battles happen in live. Um, you know, happen live while you and Ken are shoutcasting. There's like, you know, this really cool energy that you won't get with pre-recorded, but um, wants once he spouts streamed and showcased they even encourage scouting. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I would um I don't know how many people from Sylph listen to the podcast or if we have connections to the people itself, but the people that organized some of these competitive um that helped create this competitive format, I would love to talk more to them and then probably on a podcast at some point. So um if you helped create factions and or know somebody that helped create factions, uh reach out. Um battle, educate us. <laughs> battlescience.podcast at gmail dot com. Um and I would be more than I personally would be more than happy to do a ton more research on this format, um, to come in a little bit more informed and ask some really I think there'd be a really interesting conversation between um what the goals are initially and what sort of the goals are like long term like what's sort of the right how do you how do you stay
1: relevant with the climate of gbl
0: with how easy it is to do gbl and just do gbl yeah yeah i'd be very curious so uh how do you keep a game like this
1: going and not want to kill your friends yeah (laughs) yeah Oh, I just, I, I can't do team-based games anymore. <laughs> it's like, if anyone has played League of Legends, I main support. I was the babysitter. I was the person telling people what to do because they were too dumb to look at their map to know what they were doing. I'm I'm going to go off in a really agitated, toxic, salty rant, so I'm going to stop mean, right there. The
0: core of the time I played Overwatch with you, I loved playing Mercy... I love playing Mercy. I did enjoy playing some of Lucio, but playing that Hardcore Support is a, it's a form, it's a a version of play that not a lot of games that I've ever played allow you to play in that role, and it's very refreshing. It's very cool, so... Ooh, JMR saying he, uh, I had to recruit a GBL only player to my faction to play master league specialist. Yeah. I, yeah, that's
1: the one I was looking over the factions. And I think if there was any that I was going to do, it mm. would probably be ultra league because that's my best consistent win rate mm. of the three leagues.
0: I mean, I think the the problem with being a specialist is you then have to have, you then have to per, put the resources into that league uh, oh, I have it. So like for me, I would like I would just want to do GBL. And even then, um, to be honest, I would probably want to rather than being the GBL specialist, I'd rather be one of the floaters in uh mm. the different formats, depending on how the formats change. So um But yeah, depending on depending on the game, team based can I mean actually realistically, all video games, if you have a team that doesn't work well together, then you're going to have problems. Um,
1: but that's the sad part about League is if you didn't have friends that you played with consistently and you just played with randoms, you don't have enough time to establish connections with these people and then you don't want to take the effort to either because you're not going to play with them again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the just playing with Randys in, in most games is... I mean, It's a you struggle could have, Yeah, you could <laughs> in have, team-based games. Yeah, you could have... <laughs> good teams and you can have bad teams and you can always have the 12 year old that's shouting expletives into the party chat um or into the But i mean that's chat, also so how
1: you meet some of those friends is you connect with the player and you do have a good session and you continue to play with them i mean that's yeah. how i've met some of my best online friends yeah <sighs> but those are far and few between in those kind of games
0: yeah we've uh <laughs> we've tangented here um it's all good Tangent here a little bit. Do we let's see, what, where are we in this episode? An hour and one minute. Um, do you want to do you want me to go over Jolt switch's email? The first ever Yeah. First ever um Fiftieth episode, why not? Okay. Uh let's see. This isn't meta analysis. I'm gonna hit the split button. Um, I'll have to change up my time codes here. Um actually shout out to gee goodness gracious, who was it? Um, okay, cool. Two minutes ago. I've got a battle village of wolves at some point here. Not too long. Who was it that DM'd me a little while ago? It was Vexy. I think I'm pronouncing that name right. Um, turned me on to a, on the windows platform. It's technically a windows 10 app. It's not like a dot exe. It's called chapter And it allows me to put, basically like if you're ever on a dvd and you can skip to different chapters it allows me to put chapters in in the mp3 audio format so if you're listening to this in the podcast format and you have chapters of the intro the news roundup the meta analysis and then community questions and stuff uh, and that's a really cool feature and you th- you think that's a really cool feature and um uh appreciate that feature uh you can thank vexi for that um they, I think, popped in the Discord a couple of months ago and then started DMing back and forth as far as the different tools to do this kind of chapter fire. Um, that's why I try and keep the time codes as well because I can use that for both the um, audio podcast variant as well as the uh, YouTube videos of the video uh, the VOD, uh, Video On Demand, have the time codes as well. So... Um, shout out to Vexy. Actually, um, I've been using chapter fire here for, I think a couple of months. Yes, at least a couple of months. Cause the first podcast I did, it would have been in the middle of January. So, um, shout out to Vexy for turning me on to that. Um, and if you use the, ch- um, let me know. Actually, shoot us a uh, tweet at Battle underscore Science or an email or pop in our Discord if you listen to it in the podcast format. And there is a podcast if you're listening to it on a podcast service that doesn't allow chapters. I believe. What am I looking here? It was because I don't. I don't do a whole lot of um. I don't do a whole lot of podcast listening on podcast services. Most of the podcasts I listen to are via YouTube, um, which does have the time code chapter segments. So let me know if you listen to this in a podcast format where you can see the chapters on your podcast service. Um, I imagine something like Spotify does it, but I can't imagine all podcast services um, support the format of chapters. So... um. DeFi, you might have missed my initial question because you were saying you were recording a segment for another podcast. Um, if it's a Pokemon Go podcast, uh, shoot us a uh, a link to whatever podcast you're doing um, and we can shout that out. Um, all right. Our first ever listener email received at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. That is available for people to email. If you want to email, do it. Um, is from jolt switch host of Pokemon masters, a Pokemon go podcast. He, this email reads, Hey, Steven and Jesse, I'm not actually your first show email. Am I? Yes, you are. You are first show email. (laughs) Um, let's see. He breaks down a number of the, uh, uh, some responses to a number of the topics we talked about in the last episode. Um, I'm not going to read all of this verbatim, but I'm going to break down some of these. Uh, He agrees the 30 seconds is probably too short of a switch timer. 45 seconds could adjust it. Um, Or his other suggestion is debuffing doesn't wipe on switches, Uh, but buffs do. When someone uses wild charge and then tries to switch out, why not be stuck with the defense drop? After all, when Lucario was in its heyday, those buffs didn't wipe. Um, Let's see. Uh, Actually, I do want to read this verbatim. Um, Or another hindrance to the quick switch is have no energy gain from from a fast attack after switching. Sort of like a loss of turn like in the Pokemon video game series. That makes sense. The idea of adding a third shield asks for a possibility of a fourth Pokemon, which could make Pokemon go very similar to the video game series. Um or VGC uh, since they run 6 and pick 4 the only difference would be that VGC battle is 2v2 two two. what do you guys think Uh, that makes I mean there's a lot of rock paper scissors and I think playing with 4 rather than 3 adds for some really weird RPS like rock paper lizards not necessarily Spock variants of our um
1: battles would also have to be a little bit
0: longer battles would have to be long the timer would have the overall timer would have to be longer if you added a fourth pokemon so you would get into some really weird like overlap coverage of and i can't even imagine what a grasshole team would look like if you had four pokemon like you're already running two usually shadow razor leafers if you would you add excuse me would you add a third do you like triple down on that that's kind of gross um, DeFi is on the GoCast. Am I pronouncing that right? I think we've already asked that question of DeFi. Um, De- DeFi? No, that's not right. It's DeFi. DeFi. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, okay, I do have it. Uh, the GoCast podcast, a regular 15 minute segment with Fishona Heater called PvP Corner. Chris and Kyle, the GoCast, are are amazing. I will have to go listen to a GoCast, uh, GoCast episode. I listen to way too many podcasts, um, and so I should probably add one or two more. Um, <laughs> why not? How's it going, Battle Ram? Um, Let's see. To be honest, I need to start listening to sort of some uh,
1: Pokemon Go podcasts as well, just because my stations that I normally listen to at work are playing on repeat because people are on vacation.
0: Stations. Your oh, radio stations? Yeah. Ah, uh, you're getting reruns on those uh radio. Yeah. Um, let's see. Seismitoad. oh, the Seismitoad with power Up for community day. Oof, that would definitely be a pain point for Mudboys. I think honestly, I still think Seismitoad with Power Up would be pretty interesting. So um sorry, Seismitoad with what? Power Whip. We were talking about that oh, making gross the- I mean we we're <laughs> talking about we were talking about that last episode of making right. seism seismitoad in its Being own category within the mud media. boys, so yeah, I think that's a a really good uh um, what's it called um oh,
1: I make it more relevant mud boy
0: yeah i read i i'll be honest, I read through most of the email I didn't read the details on this sentence um I'd ne- So uh, this is from uh, Jolt Switch. I'd never thought the idea that Pokemon Go is still in a uh, beta due to the version coding. If that's really true, it reminds me of Escape from Tarkov. That's been an open beta since 2016. Uh, Question mark. Could you imagine if version 1.0 hits and everyone's progress gets wiped? Ooh, we would stop playing the game. A well, lot of be people some lawsuits. would. <laughs> there would be some lawsuits. There's <laughs> enough money invested in that. That would be. Whoo- <laughs>
1: Yeah, in fact. If you go look
0: at your version, we're yeah, we're still not on version one point It's
1: like zero point something.
0: Let me. I've got it open here. It
1: that's might be it different be in, for iPhone it would users. Be in
0: settings. Settings. Uh, zero point two zero five point one dash G dash sixty four, and I imagine that's G as far as Google, um, for the Android platform um
1: yay never ending beta
0: <laughs> yeah uh let's see and then he's got a response for the breakfast community question um Thank i'm you, Defi. still seeing grimer even though the look on and tell me what happens does it disappear there? well no there aren't any grimer they're on my nearby
1: oh they're still spawning normally
0: I know, but there's three of them. It's the only thing that spawned. And then on the (laughs) nearby sightings in the grass is a Grimer and a Sunkern. I think I just need to do a reopen of the game here. It's being a goof. Uh, Let's see. Um, Yes, so going back to the factions. Jolt switch, if you wanna plug things, I'm gonna and and people that are in our Discord, if you wanna plug things, I'm gonna try and modify and add a text channel for plugging content within our Discord. Do you want me um, to do that right now? Uh sure. Um Kay. I'll be honest, uh Jolt switch, you put your thing in content in social, which isn't wrong. Your links would in theory go into content and social, but my the original concept with content and social would that is that that would be where any of our tweets go. Um, there's a a Twitter bot that or a Discord bot that throws all of the the tweets from the Battle Science account up into Discord if people aren't on Twitter. Um, as well, why as is just... buy so hard to catch? I don't know. You have one near you? Yeah. Well, let's wrap up the show and let me go. <laughs> I'm <not> gonna <laughs> hop over uh, there. Do you
1: want me to call this channel shoutouts?
0: Um, uh, do content shout outs or something. Um, um, the content and social was more of a hey, when we put a different YouTube video up or whenever we tweet something, because not everybody's on every platform, that way it's collected in our, our Discord. Um, I imagine the content and social channel, a lot of people have already muted. If you're on the Discord, I wouldn't blame you. Um, its catch rate is really bad, like vanilla. Oh,
1: bad. hey, neat! You put a community question tab. Um,
0: yes. So, um, you are okay to post the links and stuff in Discord if you have if other people create a really cool video that has really cool resources. Go ahead and throw them up in the Discord. I have no problem with that, um, as long as it's still Pokemon Go related, or um, as long as it's also for the most part family friendly, because that's one of our our goals here at. Uh, battle science so the going back to the self factions uh, in the last little section here of the email from jolt switch um, as a podcast a quote from the direct quote as a podcast we launched a pokemon go team and are in search of battlers we're looking for a squad of eight to complete uh, compete in self factions as well as go team up and other team tournaments our biggest piece as a podcast is we're all about community We've supported our local community with events and hosting tournaments since the Boulder Cup. Outside of Silph Arena, we also do the community day check-ins. And when one of our trainers is uh, in our region passed away, our community leader reached out for us to have us organize. And even in memory of him, we raise over $800 for the Humane Society. So as a team, we're not only looking for competitive battlers, but people who are in tune with their community. Um, and then sent a link with the application form, which I believe is a Google link here. Uh, the team website at uh, it's esports.pkmnmstrz.com. That's esports.pokémonmasters, but with, I believe, all of the vowels missing. Um, and then you can view the team's Twitter It's twitter.com slash switchmasters where the vowels are gone, but the I in switch is a one. Um, And then we'll talk about the community question here momentarily. Um, His his response here in the email. So thank you, Joel Switch, for sending us the first ever community listener email. Um, Honestly, if anyone, anyone at all, wants to send an email to battlescience.podcast at gmail.com uh do feel free to um i will read them um i will get a chuckle and if we've got if if you got good points we'll talk about it here on the podcast so um all right jesse you going going ham yeah i was just making some adjustments okay i just see something there let's see and then go back to the podcast discussion right
1: eric (laughs) commenting just, on the binocle catch, right
0: yeah. <laughs> where am I where am I going what am I doing where did I come from where did I go community question do I get any community question
1: I thought that was the next topic
0: uh it's about all I got was there something else oh we were going to talk about we were going to talk about uh, team format stuff because I'm running I'm running a very mm. I went 5-0 and oh at a very low rank very low rank I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be I'm gonna be completely and totally honest here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit split button. Um, I'm gonna be very honest. I'm playing at. I think I just hit rank five in GBL. I've played very little, um, but I am running tried and true. Well, not really not either. The Blaze Hole team. I'm running dual fires <laughs> because I like to make poor decisions. <laughs> so I'm running a Swampert lead with a Dragon Breath Charizard and um a sunny cast form in the back uh now that that uh charizard is dragon breath dragon claw i have not spent the um elite tm elite charge tm to give it blast burn as its second charge move um I will at some point. I just have to actually just do it because it's a rank four Charizard for Great League. It's gonna be the best I will probably ever get, um, and having it be dual double legacy is there's there's no problem with that. Um, five and zero at a lower rank. So so far so good, um, and. I don't know. Like, I
1: bet you're having fun down there at rank five. Rank five?
0: I mean, I'm seeing I, I was posting about it in the, the Discord earlier. I'm seeing the sweatiest teams I've ever seen. Um like people like I can understand I can understand people wanting to like rank up and getting wins and stuff, but like this is this is ridiculous. The amount of tanky the same stuff over and over again. I'm like, okay, I guess it's, it's Great League. It makes sense, but um, good heavens. The Skarmory's and Azumarils and Bastiodons and... What am I thinking? What's the last one? Um, <clears throat> stunfisk. Azu. I did see Stunfisker Stunfisk or two. Um, Umbreon and... No, that's it. Umbreon. <clears throat> a couple of a couple of weird things here and there i did one shot a hydro cannon a multirace that somebody had in the back and i was like oh this sucks for, it sucks to be you i'm sorry swampert with a hydro cannon one-shotted that race. i <laughs> you're running a multirace in great league you're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get hit um but yeah it's very it's it's weird. I mean, I guess it's to be expected, but it's like to see the hardcore sweat were, what over halfway through the season and the hardcore sweat down at the lower ranking is I was running auto-rec for 5 matches and it was uh, for whatever reason the auto-rec the the pre-built teams that it recommends are the worst. Like I have plenty of 1500 double-moved Pokemon, it's recommending Like sub 1450 Pokemon, not double moved, just trash that I haven't transferred yet. And I'm like, why are you recommending this for a team? These are the worst team comps. Like, it recommended a Stantler. It was like a, (laughs) uh, it was, it was my cast form in the back, Stantler in front of it. And then I think it was, what was in front? Um, it was something bad. It was just something like, "Why would I ever do that?" It was like a matang or something. I was uh. like, "This is this is abhorrent. These are these. This is a bad decision." No, I don't have a Stantler built, Eric. Why would I have a Stantler <laughs> built? Why would I? Why? I there's a lot of things I don't power up and don't double move because I just haven't yet and haven't had a need. Stantler is one <laughs> of those. I probably have a good PvP spread of a stantler, but you're you're darn, you you'd be wrong to think that I have it powered up and ready to go. <laughs> What's its marquee move? Stomp. It's its best move? Uh, I think it recommended a mill tank too, and I'm like, okay, it's not the right mill tank because I've got a Me good over PvP. Here, on the other hand,
1: rank 20 plus every battle's a sweaty battle.
0: Oh yeah, and sweat swamp. community question you ready for community question i am we got some responses for that community question um let's actually start off with uh what's the question jolt is answer to the community question it's uh breakfast it's the snorlax community question what's on your ideal breakfast spread cereal eggs bacon question marks um jolt switch will start off with his because uh, I got that email up still. Uh, duh, uh, quote, I do enjoy Honey Nut Cheerios, too. We usually have some in the cupboard, but I'm all out currently. My e- ideal breakfast, though, would be enough bacon, sausage, and eggs to give me the sweats. Probably French toast instead of regular toast. And a big chocolate peanut butter banana milkshake with score chunks. What is score? That
1: sounds like a chocolate.
0: I'm going to look like,
1: Kind of like a rollo.
0: S K O R it is a candy bar, chocolate toffee bar produced in the produced by the Hershey Company. First marketed in the yeah. United States in 1981 and later launched in Canada in 1983. Ah, I see, so it's just toffee covered in chocolate. Interesting. Huh. I mean, you got the you got the milkshake down pat. Chocolate peanut butter banana milkshake with score chunks. Whew. I have two nights ago milkshake. Last night, half a pine not a pine ice cream, one of those like Ben and Jerry's smaller ones. Bunch of that. Okay. So I'm uh, <laughs> I have been indulging in frozen delights the last couple of days. I mean, with this weather, it's it's kind of toasty out. To, I you know go for it. Uh, I do got to watch the intake, though. It's uh, it's a lot of fats. Uh, All right. Over to the Discord. Um, JMR responds with a gif of Snorlax eating what can only be described as chicken nuggets. Um, Jesse, you responded with uh, someone pouring maple syrup all over a stack of French toast. Um, I had some
1: myself this last weekend.
0: Wasn't the best I've ever had, but wasn't the worst. Mm. Uh, Eric Bien responds eggs benedict and a poppy seed muffin for afterwards uh bowling bacon responds crispy bacon all the way don't like eggs on the subject of bacon breakfast y'all know you can microwave raw bacon um uh, defy with a gif of ron swanson says there has never been a sadness that can't be cured by breakfast food uh, and responds with eggs over easy hash brown toast and sausage Uh, Bowling Bacon, uh, responds back with recently been into making avocado toast, uh, lemon juice, garlic salt, and bacon bits. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I've never done avocado toast, but lemon juice, garlic salt, and bacon bits. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, oven-made bacon is superior. Have you ever tried grilling bacon? It's fantastic. If you go camping and you got the grill, you can uh grill bacon, grill the pancakes. Ah, oh, so good. So good. Brings me back to uh, childhood days of camping every year. Ah, oh, back when I'm a, I'm <laughs> I'm about to go down the rabbit hole of um parental divorce. Whew. Uh, pull myself out of here. Um Ah, this guy called uh, Boy in the Woods responds here in the Discord. Uh, There's a local restaurant that makes some baller breakfast burritos. Rice, beans, cheese, scrambled egg, and I get mine with their green sauce, sour cream, and bacon. If you're ever in the Snoqualmie Valley, check out Rio Bravo slash Rio Bravito. Um, Let's see. Winston the Champ, lived in the U.K. growing up, can vouch for the full English breakfast. Thick bacon, baked beans, toast sausages, eggs, and grilled tomatoes. Beans, I, the baked beans. I I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pass on the baked beans. I just can't understand it. Um, as for my, uh, as for his preferences, depends on mood. Huevos rancheros are amazing. Top three for Winston the Champ. Definitely a big breakfast fan. Best meal of the day, number three is chicken and waffles. Number two is huevos rancheros, and number one, bacon, eggs, sunny side up, fresh biscuits, and sausage gravy hash browns. Hoo hoo, man, a good. Biscuits and uh, biscuits and gravy. It's so good. Um, And that is it on the Discord. So we've had an email response and Discord responses for the community question. Uh, Jesse, I hate to say it, but for probably the third or fourth episode in a row, I have not been thinking about uh, the community question. Okay. I feel like I feel like I came up with something the a day or two ago and then completely promptly forgot about it, which is just like me. So
1: How about we go something super generic this time? Again? Uh, well, this one more focused on actually Pokemon Go. Okay. What do you got? How are your feelings on the competitive nature for Pokemon?
0: Hmm. So, what's your okay? Your feelings of the um. Ah, there it is. <laughs> it's it's going up on the Discord right now. So your um. The competitive environment of Pokemon Go, like correct, is it something most people like?
1: I what approach it. What draws incredibly... you to keep playing it? Okay. How would you bring in new people? What would you change if you could?
0: That's now very more specific than it was generic. But I'm just giving yeah.
1: suggestions on how to answer it.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, so, like, my approach okay. is incredibly casual as far as GBL and Silphena. Like, I, as far as Silphena, I'm not a fan of like running Uber meta teams, and that's why I'm running Team Fat in um <laughs> in uh, Prismatic right now uh la- the uh the lardy the lardy boys um, <laughs> <laughs> hold on Hashtag
1: the lardy hold on now I'm, now I'm very curious
0: to see uh let's see so cp 1500 i'm going to go minus 1500 and i'm curious to see on the off chance that all six pokemon are male right now nope Nope, my sunny cast form is a female, so the Lardy Boys is accurate but slightly inaccurate. So I'm more of a casual player when it comes to to PvP and Pokemon Go as a whole, I assume to many people's non-surprise. Um I've tried to make that somewhat obvious as far as a, a response or a, as a a a general piece of information. Um Thoughts as far as competitive, I'd love to see as a as a casual player, but as someone is that's interested in the PvP community within Pokemon Go, I would love to see it as more of a uh esport um more in the esport conversation. Um, because I think that I think that it can be, but I think there's a couple a couple of things that kind of hold it back um and I don't know if that's necessarily as far as like off the top of my head I don't think that that's necessarily the game itself that's holding it back for for esports I think that the game I think so far what's in the game is competitive enough and I think has a pretty pretty solid base. I think there's tweaks that Niantic could be made and just overall improvements within the stability of the game that I think would lend some great resource or great um lend the game I mean, a great
1: hand. From the different uh I'm trying to think of the right word. I guess organizations and different communities and even Pokémon what was it 2 years ago now held their own competitive. It's there. It's just how soon will we see the support for it?
0: Yeah, I think the, so JMR, the couple of things like snuck in charms between charge moves. The overall stability of the game, I do think just in general needs to be more solid. And I think that's a obvious thing that just about anybody, whether you're talking about the competitiveness of the game or just the overall health of the game anyway, I think that's something that does need to be, needs to be addressed anyway. Whether you're talking about it being an esport or just pvp as a functioning part of pokemon go um i think more of what i think of is the competitive area in which pokemon is in and the role that other organizations play within that so the the thing that comes off uh, to my head immediately is what is Play Pokemon doing as an organization to help boost Pokemon go's PvP status? So why hasn't there been more conversations between the the only event we've ever seen of Pokemon Go PvP within a competitive nature as organized by either Pokemon or Nintendo or a official affiliated organization was the invitational at worlds in 20 was it 2018 that sounds right 2018 or 2019 um no it would have been 2019 because worlds 2020 would have happened in um london i believe and wasn't able to happen um that tournament as it had some technical difficulties, which I think still need to be worked on. But the overall format and the viewership that it allowed Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go's PvP format to have, I think was incredible. Um, that was something, uh, Jesse, you and I, um, I used to work at an independent movie theater. We, we There was no events going on. We went into the theater. We put on the stream... On the big screen, and watched it as if it was like the big game, and then immediately did a podcast after, basically saying, "This was, if I remember correctly, this was it was a really impressive, it was a really impressive mm-hmm. first step, and we've not seen a step like that or a follow up at all, pe- but from the official period. company. yeah, um, and so I think that there's. We want to see, I want to see, specifically, I I guess realistically I shouldn't talk for the, the rest of the community, Um. I want to see another step in that direction, a follow-up, and at least some form of commitment to Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go PvP as a part of the competitive environment of Pokemon. We see a it's smaller, but we see a competitive environment around Pokken. We see a much larger competitive environment around the video game competition, the VGC. We see it around a TCG, the the trading card game. Um, but we don't see it around Pokemon Go. So um, I think that my biggest, like even as a casual player and as somebody that wants to help pokemon go succeed within a competitive environment as someone that wants to run the back end of streams and has run helped run both local tournaments of pokemon go and other games um as somebody that wants to you know have a hand in helping build build this up i think that the one of the biggest sort of shortcomings of the competitive environment currently is the official backing of Play Pokemon, the Pokemon Company or Nintendo so I
1: mean we've seen some support for PvP from Niantic as well. They had one of their reps and designers play against King in a match that they showcased on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's been attempts at them to try and make PvP more approachable um you know with the rockets currently being out of the system right now. Team Rocket, that is. There's a lot of people that have kind of leaned towards PvP. They're like, "Oh, well, I, I kind of want to see what this battling's like, so I'll jump in." Like a, a few of our local, they've they've said, you know, what can, what's good for PvP, and I'm like, "Well, what, what you got? Are you interested in PvP?" And they said, "Well, normally I'd farm rockets for Pokemon encounters and Stardust and items and stuff, but now that I can't do that, I've been trying out PvP, and I was like." Crack the knuckles. Well, then, (laughs) how deep down this rabbit hole do you want to go? So I've helped a couple locals set up some games, but they said it's just they can feel the competitive tension when they're PvPing, unlike the Rockets. Because, you know, human players don't always shield the first move Mm -hmm. or don't always use a one-bar charge move.
0: There's legitimately stakes and a a higher likelihood of losing in GBL versus yeah. in rockets. You just throw strong enough Pokemon at it that you're fine. Yeah.
1: So it's been an interesting transition for some of them, but again, it's how do they do appeal to the hardcore and how do they appeal to the.
0: Yeah. Appealing to both hardcore players and casual players as game designers and as game developers is something that a number of games have struggled with i mean look at
1: monster hunter for example the
0: bar entry into that game is crazy (laughs) yeah i mean but i mean monster hunter doesn't even have a competitive area no Um,
1: is a a recent example uh
0: i mean my my biggest point and i'm going to go back to destiny 2 is that there is a hardcore hardcore group of people that want the game to be competitive in the latest big expansion they put out a um basically a move set a a subclass that very much wasn't balanced for pvp it was balanced for pve and it's an amazing amazing tool set for pve um, but when you're you have an ability that can basically freeze people in PvE or in PvP, um, you are entirely disrupting the overall flow of the game. I know and, what your ability you're talking about. Yes. Um, <laughs> so they made a very drastic change as well as just in general, haven't been putting in new content for for, for PvP. There hasn't been new maps. Some of the weapon updates. Have not really helped or changed the overall PvP meta. Um, it's gotten rather stale, and a lot of people, a lot of P- hardcore PvP players, are wondering when they're going to get the support. And I think my opinion there is Destiny 2 is not meant to be a PvP driven game. You're looking at something like Call of Duty, where you have your set perk and weapon. Uh, placements or something like overwatch where your overall sandbox is fairly static. You'll get new maps. You'll get new characters. You might get some new weapons and some tweaks, but overall you're not seeing huge new additions into the game. Whereas in something like destiny, it's a, it's an RPG with a FPS. It's a, it's an FPS RPG. Yep. MMO. MMO, FPS, um, RPG. So you have such a large sandbox that you have to balance around, as yep. well as instances of new pieces of content, new weapons or abilities, or um, little uh, armor uh, items or, or modifiers that, upon inclusion into the sandbox, can totally break, stack damage multipliers wrong, or do this unforeseen thing or do everything completely right uh like there there's no bugs but be absolutely totally broken so that and we've seen instances of this in pokemon go we've seen some instances of it but a lot of it has been balanced out because i don't think the sandbox is as big um but the balance between Hardcore PV the the expectations the balancing of expectations between casual players and PvP players is always something very hard to try and play around or and try and design around. Um right. I've seen it a couple of times browsing through Reddit, um, and I think a little bit on Twitter as well, of talking about community days and some people very distinctly Categorizing some community days as this is a PvP focused community day, and this yep. is a general player focused community day, because there are some community day moves that are not good for PvP, but a new shiny is released, and that appeases the general player base, as well as yep. in some in in you know some instances a lot of PvP players as well, because as a PvP player I might also want the shinies too whether or not like, the, the I would Pokemon say two that
1: appeased both were probably like Machop and Charmander.
0: Yeah, you could say they do. I mean the the Charmander the Charmander rerun, I think a lot of players or a lot of general players just didn't care because they already had the shiny Charmanders. They have already had the yep. uh, the community day, the Dragon Breath doesn't change Charizard, any maxed out Charizards into a better, you know, raider or rocket uh rocket destroyer. So yeah. in the grand scheme of things like a lot of people could probably just pass on on uh, the Charmander rerun or Charmander Community Day redux because um, it wasn't it wasn't the same move. It's a different move. Um, so I think that in those instances you start to split the player base and your your ex the expectations between the different types of players begin to more solidify of I want the PVP content some players are going to be like, I want the PVP content and I only want the PVP content. Whereas your general players are saying, why are you catering to PVP players when your general player base doesn't care about PVP doesn't care about player versus player battles might not care about rockets, you know, I mean,
1: let's not even get started on other mechanics that have been left to the wayside, like gyms,
0: (laughs) gyms, um, eggs haven't gotten a rework and it's, it's a matter of, where do you put your development resources within your your developing Pokemon Go you have you only have a certain number of people working on the game be it you know tens hundreds thousands however many people they have you want to do more consistent updates you're releasing new pokemon you want to do crossover events or uh, particular events for different calendar points you want to try and keep PvP at least running as well as putting in some updates without flooding the sandbox with new content that completely and totally shifts how the meta plays. But you also want to have new content in there so that you are both shifting the, you are changing the sandbox and shifting the meta, but not drastically. Right. As well as you're in the constraints of The core series of Pokemon, you can't change anything that already exists. You can't add a move to a Pokemon that. Look at you, Primeape. Yeah, (laughs) Primeape can't get water weather ball. It can't get it in the main series game, even if it might change. I
1: can't imagine that call from Nintendo. What are you doing?
0: the Pokemon company calls basically like the bright red phone that has never received a phone call and is only in case of emergencies starts ringing off the hook. And people are like, we need to answer it, but I really don't want to answer that. Like we, we've, they probably already know that what's happening shouldn't happen, but the Pokemon company has to, has to call that in and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? This isn't in the main series game. And it can't, if the it's not in the main series game, it can not exist in Pokemon go. So
1: <laughs> that got even, quickly oh, it took him about what two weeks to get that fixed.
0: I mean it was a. it seemed to be a more complicated bug than most other there was yeah. some other
1: from anything competitive, <laughs> yeah,
0: there was some other some domino was tipped that knocked over the domino that gave um some of those coding flags yeah some some weird thing happened somewhere I imagine it it was. a a bit more complicated than um can um what is what's the it's not manky it's uh primate can primate have a water weather ball uh true or false and it was marked true i imagine it was much more complicated than a simple yeah yes or no so i mean but even then like who knows maybe that actually improves Primeape without completely and totally shifting the meta everywhere else, but it's not something that can exist. So right. um you're you're playing by you're playing it, it's it's like I'm trying to think of a, a good example of this. It's you're you're making a different rule set within the with only the given information from the main series games and so you're trying right. to basically modify this in a different format and it's mm-hmm. i don't envy them and i as much shade and digs that we give to niantic to, in the course of pokemon go's lifespan of of everything like it's not easy i right and i, I don't envy what they have to do and all of that stuff so um and it's Frustrating in some instances as a player of like, oh, why isn't this updated? Why isn't this done? But it's also a video game being developed by other people and their dev development constraints are beyond what most video games are. So whereas in some instances, something like, you know, something like destiny or overwatch or, um, your other mobile games, wizards unite, um, the Pikmin mobile game or whatever, like you have some constraints as far as what's been created before, but in the grand scheme of things, you can make something new. If you have a cool idea that works within the, the, the confines of the game, um, or even if it doesn't, and you can flesh out some weird aspect, um, space zombies or whatever, like Pikmin, uh, Pikmin cooking or whatever, like, Oh, this would be a cool idea. And you put it, you can put it in the game because it's not like Pikmin said, no, no cooking. The main series (laughs) game said no cooking. So there can't be any cooking in the mobile game. Whereas in poke in Pokemon go, you have instances of no, these Pokemon can't do these things. They can't be allowed to do this. So it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of extra fun. Right. So, um, what's your, do you have a, a equally, response to the community question? Yeah, Not equally, at the moment. Uh,
1: That's going to be something I have to come back on.
0: Okay. I see, I see one of our discord members typing has been typing for a while. So I imagine it's either,
1: it's going to be a really, answer, a really
0: concise or a really <laughs> lengthy answer. So, um, But again, if you want to
1: join in on the discussion, Mm -hmm. link to our discord is underneath the Twitch box here, or you can check it in some of the podcast descriptions on most major services, Mm -hmm. or if you would like an access and can't find it, you can also email us.
0: Battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. You can email us responses because this is going to be, this is probably a little bit more of a lengthy response than most than just be like, I too like bacon and eggs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is probably yeah, a little bit more bit, lengthy it probably though. won't be twitter friendly unless you won't send us a google doc link
0: you can uh I think it's uh longer i think is a tool there for for tweeting uh tweeting a longer response than what Twitter normally allows so okay um what is it The they expanded it beyond two fifty six characters didn't they? I imagine somebody in chat will correct me if if twitter i think Twitter is beyond a two fifty six character limit now so um. yeah I don't this is mm. hmm. I want it to be more competitive but I also understand kind of where we're at yeah so I also can't I really can't wait till we can get back to tournaments and tournament streaming I don't know if I, I haven't I haven't put it on blast yet on on any of our stuff if you guys haven't, if you are aware of streaming and you haven't or or aren't aware of streaming, if you haven't heard of Elgato's products, go check out Elgato's products. Elgato just announced and released their Camlink Pro, I think it's Camlink Pro 4K. There, it allows for HDMI inputs as a capture card. There it is. <laughs> There's J- three paragraphs of JMR. Uh, JMR's response. Um, I will read through this here today, and we might... We'll probably talk more about this in the Battle Science After Dark, and then on the the next podcast as well. Um, Mm -hmm. The community question, that is. Um, Elgato's Camlink Pro is a internal computer component. Plugs directly into your computer, allows for four HDMI inputs for capturing uh, video signal. We have used at let's see in the past we've used two standard Camlink devices which are usb hub-esque devices that use up usb basically like information uh, a computer only has a certain amount of information that it can take in from usb um from the usb ports on a motherboard we've maxed that out before because we've in bringing in, we've wanted to try and bring in webcams um, as well as the two phone inputs for doing streaming uh, of oh, tournaments. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, and it doesn't always work. And it, they don't specify on like motherboard stats how much USB inputs you can have and how what the max amount of bandwidth is. So it's something you have to, it's worked, but you, you basically go through it once test a bunch of stuff, say it's worked before, I don't know how, here's all of the things I've written down of this was plugged into this port, this was plugged into this port, this one was plugged into another port on the other side of the computer. Um, you test it once it works, you bring it to an event, you plug it in the same way. Sometimes it doesn't work that same way because USBs are weird and mystical. The Elgato CamLink Pro plugs directly into the motherboard and uses a completely different system that is much more consistent in connectivity with in theory no disconnects. that is bar none, the holy grail of computer components for what we do as uh, for tournament streams like on location tournament streams that is it had they announced it and were're showing pictures and I might as well have been salivating as if a juicy steak was in front of me. Um, so when we get back to in-person tournament streams, um, I will have one of those in the computer, and that is how we will be running uh, the two inputs. It's, it's four HDMI inputs, so we're looking at two inputs, one for each competitor in PvP. Um, so one uh, HDMI coming from one phone, uh, the second HDMI coming from another phone, One camera, one HDMI for the shoutcasters and one for general use of either wide cam or for the competitors or what have you. It is the holy grail of hardware solutions for what we do. And I, I, it's, it's a travesty. I don't already have one in the computer right now. So, um, if you haven't heard of Elgato and you, uh, are looking at doing streaming, if, if, I want to reach out to some of the other tournament streamers and everything too because everyone has their different solutions and everyone runs things differently as well. Uh, But if you're looking at doing tournament streams for Pokemon Go or um, content at all and have questions, do feel free to ask. I am more than excited to talk shop with people. Um, Having done both Pokemon Go stuff and local smash bros tournaments and halo tournaments and minecraft land events do ask those questions because i love answering those so oh my god i just nerded so hard so much nerd (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how well that came out um but that's perfect (laughs) that was perfect oh goodness gracious of course we thought this would be like an hour hour and a half episode and i've ranted enough to give us another like 25 minutes so um i imagine if you're still listening to the battle science podcast you don't mind the sound of my voice so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know when i listen to it i hate that other
1: guy he's pretty annoying.
0: wait what, do, what other me <laughs> i mean you hate hate me all you want i hate
1: listening to myself oh
0: i mean i hate listening to myself too that's uh reason numero uno as far as why this these podcasts aren't edited um hearing yourself say um it hurts it hurts a little bit i do i will say it's more of just the overall
1: game we thought of
0: don't do that don't uh don't listen to podcasts and drink or don't listen to podcasts and make a drinking game i should say um, don't drink and drive. Don't do drugs, kids. Um, don't make a drinking game for the Battle Science podcast. Six of one, <laughs> half dozen another. Yeah, that would have been one of the that would have been one of the drinking games. <laughs> 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 uh, take a take a drink, take a shot every time I say six of one, half dozen of another. I know I've said it at least once in general, general conversation today. So, God, hydrate. Yep, do it. <laughs> I would say I think this episode has been quintessential Battle Science. For the 50th episode, I would expect nothing less. Um, Jesse, we've been doing this for 50 episodes, 100 total weeks of Battle Science's existence. Um, We are coming up on two years in July. Um, Before we sign off, is there any... I'd say any memories you have, anything you're looking forward to. Um, what do I you got? I miss
1: in-person events.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I'm looking greatly forward to those.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to have, I'm trying to think of what, you know, like in their, your like NBA finals or whatever, any of those big sporting events, you have your your commentators out. They have like a, or like your your college football game days, you have your couple of announcers and um, commentators. They're they're at the desk, and then the desk is in the middle of like a field on the college campus, and you just have tons of tons of college students behind them, just like all decked out in the face paint and the hats and the colors of their teams, and they're all screaming their heads off and they're they're having a good time because it's it's college game day. I want to. F- At some point, we don't generate enough hype for it at all. But like, dream in the back of my head is to have get find a bar for at at, like next time there's Go Fest in Chicago or something. Find a bar or a restaurant that we can do a live show of the Battle Science podcast in, and we could just have Pokemon Go players hanging out, and we could do a show and then the setup is there so then if say jiggly dad wanted to do a live bell sprouts stream or something he could set ups already there he just comes in does his thing and if say the ghost stadium podcast wants to do a, a live show there it's 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 already set up and we just have blocks of you know live content there hanging out with people i, I like networking and hanging out and playing Pokemon Go and having a good time. I, I, that is the, that's my dream. That's my dream. So,
1: all Science presents Pokemon Go Fest 2021 pod racing.
0: This is pod racing.
1: No, pod racing. Like we have different
0: podcasters on. This is pod. And we hot seat. This is podcasting. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Those are, those are goals. Those are goals and those are dreams. So, but again,
1: 50 episodes of all of you wonderful people listening to us talk about random stuff. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you everybody for listening. Um, honestly, I would not, I don't know what we were expecting when we first started as far as people listening, people. I wasn't expecting COVID. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, but as far as like having <laughs> having a discord, having people listening, having people talk to us about, um, you know, the community question and the responses we get. um,
1: All the support that you guys give us, all the, you know, following on YouTube and Twitter. Just support the community gives is amazing
0: mm-hmm. for for little old us who, you know, just been we basically sit in front of microphones and shoot the read back to you what we you can read yourself yeah you could go find <laughs> this in you can go find this information somewhere else the fact that you listen to you, us chose us. On, you chose you chose us and that's uh incredibly Thank special you. incredibly special so um i don't pay too much to the the numbers and statistics anymore of what podbean says what our our downloads are whatever um, they don't seem to be going down, thankfully, but I'm also not, you know, counting that. And thankfully we're in a format where we don't have, you know, angry commenters or, uh, hate mail or anything. We're like in a niche of a niche. So we don't have YouTube commenters saying, oh, it looks like he's, ah, oh, it looks like Steven's getting fat. You know, maybe he should lay off the ice cream and milkshakes or you know, God, this guy, this guy sucks. You know, we don't, we don't have any of that, thankfully. So, um, between being in a pretty, pretty darn good community as it is and then being a podcast where there isn't usually a, uh, what's it called? Comment. There isn't usually a comment section underneath uh, every video, unless like on Apple podcasts there is, and I'm just not seeing it. Um, (laughs) 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 thankfully, uh, we're in a pretty decent spot. So, Um. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for uh, hanging with us for fifty episodes. Uh, thank you to the people that have started listening partway through. I it's not a you know serial It's a. What is it? It is a serialized. It's not necessarily story driven. So if you missed the first twenty five episodes, you haven't missed a whole lot. Um, And I do like to go back over previous topics. I'm sure in two weeks we might even be talking about we need Will-O-Wisp again. That's a topic we haven't talked about in a little while. So, you know. Fire types, man. The weather ball spam is great, but like we need some diversity here. Water, the water types just getting all the diversity all of the flexibility uh let's see at battle underscore Socialists. science yeah at battle underscore science on twitter uh battlescience.podcast at com. do send me an email i get disappointed anytime we get an email and it's like a default email spam of what's one of these ones um blowout pricing on ppe for your business do you want masks and it's like no, we're not we're not that kind of we're I mean we're not even technically a business. I, I don't want PPE for battle science. It'd be kind of cool to have Send even
1: an email of toilet bird. I'm sure he'll greatly no. appreciate it. <laughs> no.
0: No, 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 no. No, no, no. Um please no. Um feel free to send us an email. Uh let's see. Join the Discord. There's no barrier to entry. You can come in, say hi. You can lurk. You can hang out. You can post some memes. I'm actually going to probably put a off-topic channel, so if you've got like memes, as long as they're family-friendly, keep some of the language. You know, PG, PG-13. You can post some memes there. Um, and then back us on Patreon if you want to throw us a couple of dollars. Um, right now, we're actually in a really solid place as far as both being able to um, use Patreon to pay for the a uh, yearly subscription to Podbean so that the podcasts are being hosted and are up permanently. They won't be going away because we have a we don't we have an in, unlimited amount of storage supposedly with Podbean. So um, that's what they say. It's, I'm sure at some point they'll you make enough content and they're like you're making too much content. We got to remove some of this server spaces is, is only so much. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but if you want to back us at Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/BattleScience. A uh, dollar or more, you can get the Battle Science After Dark podcasts. You can get all of the previous ones as well as any ones that we create in the future if you continue to back us on Patreon. As well as at a $5 tier or more, you get shouted out as a Patreon producer. Again, thank you to uh, Dolphin... Is it Dolphin? Yes, Dolphin. I was thinking it was a different uh, different spelling. Dolphin93, jmar and Winston the Champ for being our Patreon producers for the month of April. Goodness gracious! I've ranted enough. I think it's time that we should probably, uh, we should shut down the studio. Jesse, thank you for putting up with my antics for fifty episodes for a hundred weeks. Thank you for, Oof. uh, <laughs> thank kidding. you for for hanging out with me, um, and giving me a, a a pretty darn good reason to continue to play Pokemon Go and stay within this fantastic community. Um I think that's it.
1: Thanks for putting up with me and doing all the the leg work.
0: Yes, I mean uh, the walking is it's it's the catching of pokemon and walking that's probably more difficult. So, um and I complain a lot. So, you know, thank you for um... I mean I
1: I have to deal with Proto man. So, you're Oh, that's true. That.
0: I am a saint compared to <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't uh, be a battle science. Episode. I'm not. Yeah, without giving some digs, <laughs> without giving some digs, love him to death. Love him to death. Um, um, yeah, I'm probably pretty reasonable when it comes to people playing. Po- you're playing Pokemon Go with. Um, all right, that's been our fiftieth episode. Thank you everybody for joining us. You can catch us in two weeks for probably what I assume is going to be the most jam packed episode because we have had very little in the in the uh, realm of pokemon go live updates pokemon go general updates and silverina meta updates i imagine in two weeks we're going to have the craziest stuffed thanksgiving dinner i mean amount of content to cover in two weeks so every other week Battle Science Podcast. You can check us out on the twitch.tv slash Battle Science Podcast services around the globe or youtube.com slash (laughs) Um, just search up Battle Science on YouTube. We don't have the youtube.com slash Battle Science link yet. Um, 75 more subscribers. If you don't already, we don't post a whole lot. You can subscribe to us. You don't have to click the bell. We just need 100 subscribers so we can get youtube.com slash Battle Science. So... um, We won't clog up your subscription feeds if you you give us a sub on YouTube. Um, We'd greatly appreciate that. And we will catch you guys out there on the battlefield.